Hey, hey, beautiful homemakers. Love the show? Why not join us over on Patreon? It is a Patreon summer here on Homemaker Chic Podcast because now, for a dollar a month, you can become a patron of the show, be a part of the conversation. I'll be sharing videos on how I'm using my tubes, makeup, and skincare this summer. And of course, you can upgrade, get those free digital copies of our cookbooks, watch full video episodes of the show. Show your love for the show today for just a dollar a month. Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast, or just click the red circle over on our Instagram page and it will take you right there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I am your host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, joined once again by Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. Good morning, Angela. Happy Monday. It is Monday. I still am a little <clears throat> froggy from just it's early morning here. We're actually mm-hmm. recording this Monday morning, bright and early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only person I've talked to so far is my cow today. So, um... I know. I think I didn't even wash my hands yet. Oh, <laughs> I smell like cow. <laughs> Gross. Oh, that's always good. Yay. Um, my cow's been so sweet to me lately. She's just, she's just being a champ. I'm so, I'm just feeling all happy. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. so grateful. I know we won't have a milk cow forever. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, it's just a fun little thing. I it seems weird. I know it seems like a ton of work, ton of effort, and it is. But here we are. I still love her. Um, what do you what are you thinking as far as not having a milk cow forever? Is it just a kids in the house thing for you or what do you Yeah, I think you know, maybe. I don't know. I don't know yet what the future will hold. I think You know, I do. It's weird. Okay. Angela started her, her blog 20 years ago. Okay. And there were these definitive like pieces of herself Parisian, which is incredibly urban and Mm -hmm. long ways away from home Mm -hmm. and farm girl where she can just as happily be like rolling around in the muck with the animals and Mm -hmm. in her flower beds. And like our culture doesn't really allow for those sorts of juxtapositions you know no. what i mean no, they no, want to no. say they... oh she's this way or oh she's this way mm-hmm. yeah and it's interesting like on especially just being on social media if i lean into one more than the other <laughs> you're Whoa, changing Nelly. you're changing i liked the old angela better I like the old angela calm yeah. down uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah mm-hmm Well, that's how I feel in my, in my soul. Like I am the biggest homebody you'll ever meet. I don't even Mm want to go to the grocery store. But Italy, then there's this piece of me that's like, I think, I think I should be somewhere else right now. Somebody sent us um, a a listing in Corfu for a house that Uh, you and I could totally afford to split. Yep. She's like, come on, do it. Split it with Shay. Yeah. Well, I've realized like when I travel, I want to be a homemaker that just is traveling. I want to like have a little flat and rent it and make bread and like do all my normal Shay things because those are what ground my soul. I just want to do them in a little village in the Italian countryside. Okay. Too much to ask. Is that too much to ask? When I go somewhere, like um, 
I mean, people have seen this before I've posted this. Like I will travel with a bouquet of flowers on my dashboard, like in the console of my truck. When I go to a hotel or I'll, I'll put flowers in the room. I do like cheesy things. When I did have my apartment in Paris, it was furnished and it was furnished super ugly. I took down everything ugly and shoved it in a closet and like went out and bought posters and tacked them up, went to the flea market, took off the Ikea lampshade, put my silk lampshade on the lamp. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Homemaking wherever you are. Yeah, it is. It's like this homemaking wherever you are. So the pieces of traveling that I don't like that make me feel like I just want to run home Or when you're like in the middle of a town and you're like, oh, where do we even want to eat lunch? Or like, I don't enjoy being like that in America where I speak the language and I'm completely familiar with the culture. So why would I be comfortable doing that 2000 miles away from home? Like, I don't like that anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We were like, how are we going to get from point A to point B? When we were in, uh, when I was in France, this was like the very first time I'd gone abroad. I was very young and we were on a train going from someplace to someplace. I don't even remember. Maybe I think we were going maybe from Paris to Milan. Anyway, we're in the middle of this French countryside and literally the train just stops. It just stops. And they're like, get off. Well, <laughs> in French, they're like, get off. And I'm like, but we're in the middle of nowhere. What are you talking about? Get off. Mm-hmm. And this French guy, he's trying to communicate. He's being very kind and like trying to help us understand what's happening. And he was saying, like rent a car, rent a car. You'll have freedom, freedom, freedom. And I get what he was saying now because yeah, you can like zoos around Paris super fast on the Metro, but when the Metro shuts down, guess who's out of control of that situation? Pretty, pretty instantly. Anyway, there are these personality traits, like who you are here in your everyday life is who you're going to be when you travel. Wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, you're still the same person. Right. And so I'm learning that now. And I can see, I could see getting to the point in our lives where we spend larger chunks of time just exploring, I, you know, the American South too. Like that's someplace, you know, obviously that's where Stuart's from. That's mm-hmm. where half of our family lives. So there's this piece of me that says, yeah, I want to be able to go and be there for a month and like really spend time with mm-hmm these people in this culture that I love. And anyway, so I don't know. I don't know what that holds for the dairy cow. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I could also see milking a sheep and just dealing with less milk in general, Mm -hmm. because I actually really enjoy milking. It's very pleasurable to me. It's there. It's like my meditation. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's like cathartic, like rhythmic. Rhythmic. There's obviously, obvi- there's an obvious ris- rhythm to it. And then there's a, yeah, there's lots of rhythms to it. You have the actual rhythm, the the ting of the milk, you know, the rhythm, the like, like the little song from Bambi. You know, I always like drip, drip, drop little April showers. <laughs> I like sometimes I sing live to it. I usually like, I bring out my phone and I play Mozart while I milk. Mm. I play Classical music for the barnyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then there's the rhythm of when you do it in your 24 hour cycle, you know, it's and all of it has rhythm. You got to clean the rags. Like there's this mm-hmm. whole, the whole process has multiple rhythms. And it like genuinely instantly ties you to something outside of yourself. Like you don't feel well, you didn't go to sleep on time last night. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. <laughs> right. Like there's something outside mm-hmm. of you that's depending on you. And there is something really good about that for, mm-hmm. for your soul. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I'm not saying it's in, super enjoyable in the moment, mm-hmm. but I'm saying it's really good for your soul. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, you know, those things that we know are good for our children's soul, those things yeah. that we know are good for our children, they don't become not true and good for us just because we're grown as far as chores and responsibility and schedule obligations, people relying on you all, you know, those, it's not like you just get done with that and it's no longer beneficial to you and your character development after a certain age, you know? Right. Yeah. And, And I like, to me, if I could hammer a point home, it would be that like, if you're listening, hello. Um, if you're listening, if you're this listening. show is popular, they are listening. <laughs> a few things on like the character development, like yeah, yeah. the way you are now, and we've said this forever, the way you are now, isn't the way you always have to be. Like you, yeah. you have the ability to facilitate change. And I think that that's really important because even though I think pieces of culture, mean well, they say, oh, well, this happened to you. And now you're a victim of this, or you're like this, or, oh, you like this music, or you like to travel to these places, or this is the type of family you're from or whatever. Now here's who you are. Branded. You are brand. That's such a good word for it, Angela. Like Mm -hmm. you are branded Mm -hmm. and you can't expand beyond that. Mm -hmm. And like, and it's okay for you to have multifaceted pieces of who you are. I don't know why we, we brand people like, Oh, she's a tomboy or this is my daughter who likes these things as if she's never Mm -hmm. going to grow and develop and change into a person who could appreciate other sorts of things. Mm -hmm. We restrict people so aggressively. And I think it just, it helps us to know them, to be able to categorize it. And, mm-hmm. oh, now I know the subjects we can talk about. Now I know the type of music to to like play around them. You know, now I know what I can and can't say about politics or about religion or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a survival thing, but it's not good for us. No. Well, we like things to be predictable. And we we like things to be unchanging, but when we assign that to ourselves and to each other, oh, it's pretty boring. It's boring. Limiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. <laughs> A little Monday morning for you, right? Um, shout out to season seventeen. This is season seventeen of Homemaker Chic sponsor Toops and Co. Here's what we want you to do. Go to Toops, like soup, but with a T, toopsandco.com. And there you can browse for incredibly well-crafted, well-thought-out, completely transparent ingredients, makeup, skincare, shampoo, body lotions and oils, mascaras, dry shampoos, face cleaning, Mm -hmm. tonics, clays, such beautiful products, formulated by Emily Toops. So Emily has been a longtime friend of ours. Um, but not only that, even if we didn't know her from anything, these would still be products that Angela and I would use because the toxins that we put on our skin really matter to us. The products that we use need to be not only effective, but they need to be healthy. They need to be good for mm-hmm. us. They need to be contributing to the greater good 
of our bodies and that well-being. And Emily does such a good job of that. So Angela has a, uh, oh, when you visit Tubes & Co., use the code Summer Stop. Beauty. Summer Beauty. Summer Beauty. I'm pulling up questions. For yes, Summer Beauty for off. 10% off. For 10% off. Yep. Um, I get a lot of questions um, because I have uh, multiple teenagers about acne in teenagers. And so this morning, I just have a recommendation for you that if you have some um, young ladies or men in your home that are struggling with acne, go ahead and give tubes a try. Um, I would try like Shay's always recommending the charcoal. I'm always recommending the sea buckthorn oil. Mm -hmm. And then they have the tonics and get the one, the name of it. She's got four tonics, but get mm -hmm. the one that's that's for um, helping clear skin up. Highly recommend that. And then even little things um, about as far as them touching their face, mm -hmm. wash their pillow, give them a fresh pillowcase a few times a week. And um, mm -hmm. sometimes if my girls are really breaking out, I'll say, why don't, why don't you pull your hair back for a few weeks? You know, give, keep those oils off your face. Mm -hmm. There's all those little things to try to keep the skin clear. But as far as a specific product, um, we've had a lot of success with the Tubes & Co tonic. Yep. And I, I have, we use the uh, charcoal bar to clean. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times we'll massage in the sea buckthorn oil and then sort of um, use a fresh wash rag to wash it off because mm -hmm. it really does restore those oils, which actually combat the bad oils because like dissolves like. And so right. oil does good oils like the sea buckthorn oil does a really good job of dissolving the not so great oils without right. totally jacking up the pH balance of your skin. Um, so- yeah. A lot of times um, with teenagers, you know, they they go to, you know, Target or whatever mom will and get like a really harsh like Neutrogena or a real stripping agent. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's great at first. Like, let's be real. Those are really strong products and they will dry out the skin. But eventually uh, they tend to backfire because you're stripping the skin of its oil and then your skin goes make more oil. Yeah. You know, so then if you have a um, like um, sanitary, you know, if your habits are where you're not washing your face morning and night or you're not changing your pillowcase or you're touching your face and you're then you're causing like a clogging. I mean, oil is oily. All of our faces make oil. But yeah, but if we're not keeping it cleaned off and now you're making excess because you've just told your skin, I'm going to take this all away from you. Your skin's right. natural response is going to be to make more. And then those pores get clogged. Right. Yeah. Emily has some really good clay masks too, which are very effective at pulling stuff out of the pores to the point that you need to be careful when you do it because it does actually tend to make things a little bit worse before it makes them better because you're literally like, it's like a vacuum. It's sucking everything yeah. up to the surface. But yeah. that's, um, you know, if you have a few days where you can kind of just commit to that, those can be very effective. So you can yeah, check that's out those clay you, masks. Too. You said be careful. That's what we do too in our house. Mm -hmm. We time it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do that on Thursday before the weekend. Yeah. When you've got, got social bring stuff. A few, yeah. A few pimples to the surface. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So use the code summerbeauty at toopsandco.com. When you use that code, it lets Emily know, yes, I'm a homemaker chic listener. Yes, I would like 10% off. And then she's able to kind of gauge engagement with our audience, which is super important for our podcast advertisers. So we appreciate you guys taking the time to use those codes. They save you money. They help us. Um, so it's a win-win. Yeah. They help our advertisers know 
that that particular business is from homemaker chic. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same for American so, Blossom Linens while right. you're out shopping. Right. Uh, you can visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com there. I was just telling Angela before we started recording that, you know, we're just, we're just in August. Okay. Like I, August in my mind is still summer. September is still summer, but they said, oh, thank you for that. Cause people are like, ah, oh, August 17th, it's fall. Oh. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> no, <laughs> unless they're going to come garden in the heat, then they can shut up because <laughs> Just put what your is pumpkin spice latte degrees. down and pull some yeah, weeds. It's like, oh yeah, let's just put on a cozy sweater. It's like, it's 105 Stop degrees. It. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't want, I'm not Stop. rushing it at all. But, but that being said, we start school at the beginning of September. And so we have to be, I have to be prepared as, as homeschool mom, I have to be prepared. And mm-hmm. so that means that in August, I have to make sure we have the curriculum. We've got to have paper. I got like, I washed backpacks the other day, Land's End oh. backpacks, shout out to Land's End. Oh, like, they're nuclear. They are nuclear. And if you time it, Land's End has really good sales. Sometimes they'll just do like a weekend 40% off or whatever. Mm. So I got them for less than you could get backpacks at Walmart or whatever. These things are on their third year. They look brand new. Mm. But I did just wash them because I just felt like, let's just get some of this. There's probably boogers smeared into pockets. You shake them upside down. I shook them upside down. I took out lunch boxes and there was a sandwich in one from May. Mm. So, you know, it was just kind of gross. Anyway, my point was there's that piece of me that just wants to start putting order to things, even though we are still in summer. I know there's this piece of me that's like, okay. And now like, like, do I have napkins? Like, do I need to like I don't know, bleach something like what's, what do I need to do I to just, to bleach something? I don't know. And I feel like that with my sheets. It's, you know, I feel like that with my sheets, like we're changing. Like I just made all, all the kids strip their beds. I'm like, summer schedule gets a little off. Like these might be a little crusty. What do we got oh, going on yes. here, kids? So, um, oh, okay. <laughs> Can I just interrupt you? All right. I'm going to interrupt you. You have bunk beds, right? You guys Not anymore. Whole... Nope. Oh, nope. Right. on the bunk Christmas, bed. You yep. ixnade the bunk. They are, my girls are like, can we get bunk beds? I'm like, I don't need anybody else with bunk beds. I yeah. Hate They're the worst. I can't do my mom thing with the bunk beds. Yeah. I can't stand crawling in there and changing the sheets. I can't stand helping them make the bed. It's like a just losing battle torture. all the time. It is. It's torture. physical. It's weird. You get done and you feel like you, I don't know, just didn't like it. <laughs> it's awful. Like, it. like, this is not the bedding experience I want for you, but I just can't. So there you go. You're sleeping in a wad of blankets this summer. I know. Ugh, I hate it. Um, genuinely, ladies, homemakers. Well, first off, go to American Blossom Linens. Buy some nice, fresh sheets, at least for yourself. Okay. Yeah. These are wonderful sheets. They're literally woven to last you a lifetime. Okay. Heirloom quality. And if you can't afford them for your whole family, I get that. It takes time to like kind of build up your stashes of good stuff. Mm -hmm. Get yourself some sheets, get yourself some new sheets. It's just incredible. You know, we had an entire season called make your bed. 
because I just don't think you can overstate the importance of having a beautiful bed that's nice, that's clean, that's safe. And American Blossom Linens helps you to do that. So use the code Homemaker15 for 15% off this season with an order of 245 or more. You're going to get 15% off when you use that code Homemaker15. And Janet has a nice big really really sturdy some canvas bags you say canvas bag like canvas bag is relative this it thing is. is built really mm-hmm. big um canvas american blossom uh tote for you so i know a lot of you take bags when you go to the supermarket or to the beach and so that's um a fun extra treat with your purchase just for this summer so there you go yeah um my greatest disappointment well this is maybe that's being a bit one of my greatest disappointments <laughs> as a parent mm-hmm. is how little I've been able to control their bedrooms. Okay. Like I'm, I, I'm just looking you. back in shame. I'm like, I buy them, uh, you know, like a bulletin board or a whiteboard, or I buy them pretty bedding or I, or I buy, I bought them these really great Ikea beds. I love them. They've got four drawers and two shelves underneath. They're great. And they're like duct taping Lego men to the end of the bed. And they're like putting Spider-Man stickers on places that I can't see. Cause I know they're not allowed to do that. There's boogers. There is boogers smeared on stuff. There's just like, it's so genuinely disappointing to me. I, I wanted to give them this. I wanted to have beautiful kid rooms. I don't know what to say. I wanted to yeah. have it. And it's so much grosser and worse than I ever thought it would be. And that's with effort. Like that's with me giving it effort. And it's beyond my worst imagination of what I thought I would face. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I really like I go in my boys' room and I do. I think I want more for you. I wanted to do more, but I can't be in this space. Right. I have to leave now. Right. <laughs> um, and I just made it worse. Did I tell you my Lego story? No. Okay. I made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> but they love me. Um, okay. So we are just a Lego family. I play with Legos. That is our main. Sometimes my mom will be like, they have enough. Do they need something else for the birthday? I'm like, no, you can just buy them Legos. They just want Legos. Like when when they were really little, it was Thomas trains, like the wooden ones mm-hmm. and Legos. No, it's just Legos. Yeah. Um, I took my kids for a night swim the other night, the three younger ones. So 10, not 11, nine and seven, freshly seven. And we're just coming up. I'm at the truck drying off. They're over by the foot wash, just, you know, I don't know, 80 feet away. I check my phone. I grab my phone. I had left it in the truck. And there's a message from my friend with a screenshot of a Facebook marketplace listing that's three minutes old. It says posted three minutes ago. And it's eight tubs of Legos in front of a local house free. I, I You know how your brain can just process something really quick. I see it. I just there's like tourists around. I just go, get in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, and the sun's going down. It's getting it's total dusk, right? They're like, what? What? I said, get in the truck. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So I'm like, come on. And I put it in reverse. They're like, we don't even have our seatbelts on. I'm like, buckle up. Mm. So it's probably a six minute drive without tourists zigzagging across the street with their glass of wine to watch the sunset and all that. So I go through town, the first town, and I've had it forgotten, like, oh, so stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. I'm not really thinking about like how bad it's going to be. And then I just try to open it up once we get a little further down the highway, because I got to get to the next town, which is just a few minutes away. And I tell them what's happening. And they're starting to like squeal. I mean, they are their mother's children. They're junkers. They're pickers. Like they're, they already have like that adrenaline rush. And I said, you guys got to prepare yourself. This is a really small community. These could be mm-hmm. gone by the time we get there. We're only seven minutes in, but they could be gone. Yeah. And so we we turn onto the street. I look in my rearview mirror and there's headlights. I'm like, get aggressive, kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so now it's dark. Okay. We pull up and this um younger, like, you know, probably in their 20s, brother and sister comes up behind us and from the truck. And they said, Our mom just wants like two for the summer house. I'm like, oh, we don't really care what what we get. So we start lifting up these bins and my kids lift up one bin. It's like full on Star Wars. I mean, retired Star Wars. They're squealing out on the roadside in the dark. You guys better move it. People are going to show up. So the other, the two, they took two tubs. I don't even want to know what was in those tubs. Right. And my kids, instead of loading the truck, they're like opening each lid and squealing with delight full Star Wars set in the box, never unpacked. I mean, this is insane. It actually made me really sad because like the dad comes out, he goes, just take them. Like who would, who would ever part with these? So we start loading them up and then here come more and more and more headlights down the road. I'm like, come on guys, load them up, load them up. That We can't when they're playing around. I just start taking these tubs and throwing them in the truck. They weigh so much load it up and get out of here because we're taking the rest we got six tubs of legos on the way home i'm fil- filming in the dark my kids just squealing we love you mom we love you thank you oh my gosh. we love you mom we love you we love you we love you <laughs> like, oh we my home. gosh it's like christmas i google image searched four things out of like i'm talking about so many legos you can't imagine each one was like retired at over $450 on eBay. Jeez. And I've now added six more tubs of Legos to the chaos in my boys' bedroom. I went up there last night. They got them all set up. They're building airstrips. Oh, and yeah. you, you cannot even walk in yeah. the room. And they already had a lot of Legos. I'm like, what have you done, Angela? Yeah. They're so happy. I, I know that so it makes them happy. so happy. That's the problem. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Score, score, score oh one for Angela. I set my boys up a Lego table in our living room. And I'm, again, it was like, what are you doing? This is your one room. I have one room in my house for company, by the way. Yeah, truly. And I took this old wooden butter table and just, I was like, have at it. But then mm-hmm. I came in and there's like literally twined, Lego guys. Oh yeah, zip lines, chandeliers. And did they use fishing line? Mine, mine hangs. They use fishing, fishing line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and it was like all connected, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, I guess I'll take it. I guess I'll take it. But yes, when you see these like wonderful curated kids' rooms, it just makes me want to choke someone out. I'm just like, no kid it. lives there. They got to be fake, right? I think they're fake. 
because or maybe they have like a basement maybe somebody's listening and they have a beautiful like i'd like <laughs> where do the toys go we're not like a lot of toys we don't have a lot of toys but we do have legos and, and there's always like stuffies and there's like coloring yeah. pages that they drew that are really special to them that they'll tack oh up gosh. on the wall junior draws on my parchment paper mm-hmm. i probably have 40 feet of parchment paper drawings of his mm-hmm. that have to be yeah tacked up or rolled up that's what i mean and it's like or the the fluorescent bracelets that they make from their friend or like yeah the cheesy gifts that they pass back and forth amongst their little group and like Uh that's that stuff is theirs it's like what they love and it yeah it's horrible i got it try not to just like pardon me like piss all over their parade every (laughs) time i go in their bedroom i'm like control your mouth control your mouth yeah this is their space it's tough though mouth (laughs) yeah it's tough but you know how we started this the way that it is is not the way it's always going to be the way that Mm -hmm. they are is not the way that they're always going to be and i know that i just sometimes miss the days when i could hyper control them and if you have little kids you know what i'm talking about it's like it's easter and i want you to wear this outfit and you're gonna wear it well there genuinely comes a point where you can't do that if you want to have a relationship with your child like <laughs> you actually have to like honor them as their own person. That doesn't mean we don't direct or that we just yeah. throw them to the wolves, but you can't control. Like I used to be able to control every bite of food that my kids had. Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore mm-hmm. at some point. And that's sad. Ooh, breakfast. Hey, thank you. What happened to the bacon? Ooh. Oh, bringing me breakfast for getting the bacon. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> that gift was a fail. I only eat bacon on this podcast. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah, I um, I'm working on the like family photo wall. See my frames back there. Uh huh. Um, I I was like pulling up all the old um downloads from like the few times over the last 18 years that we've had professional photographs taken, which is like four. <laughs> um, and Anais was standing here next to me. She's like, oh, remember when you used to dress us so cute? <laughs> okay, like, Don't Anais. pass this off on me. This is not <laughs> my fault. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. Would that I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. I was like, you little pistol. Yeah. Yeah. It's just enjoy it. You know, it's hard, guys. I know it's hard. I know we have a lot of people listening with little kids and it's hard. But it is also hard here. It's just hard. (laughs) (laughs) Is that hopeful? (laughs) It's all bad. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, thank you. What service? Great. I got bacon. I got a latte. Let's answer some questions, Angela. Okay. Let's see. Don't mind me while I eat this piece of bacon while you, while you. Oh, this, this is, let's go right out of the gate with this one. What types of oils do you use when baking quick breads, muffins, etc.? Well, first off, let me chew my piece of bacon. Okay. Um, 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 um. This is a really big deal to me, so I want to answer it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's a great question. It's and a really chewy piece of bacon. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, that timed badly. It's terrible. Okay. Um, who asked this question? This is Amy. Amy. Hilger. 
on Instagram. Question. If you listen to Homemaker Chic for any amount of time, you know that Angela and I have a a visceral response to seed oils. And there's reasons for that. If you're curious about why we don't eat seed oils, even things like safflower oil and sunflower oil that are really marketed in all the health foods. Oh my gosh. Sun, both of those are everywhere. And it makes me so sad when you see like great chips and they're like organic and non-GMO and this and minimal ingredients, but then sunflower oil and safflower oil aren't everything. Um, I have a, a dumb this is embarrassing. I don't know the answer to this. When it says lethicin, what is that? Like when it says lethicin. sunflower, sunflower leth- lethicin, is that how you pronounce it? Oh, I always pronounced it lectin in my head. Okay, whatever. I don't That's know. Sort of, yeah. I don't know what the answer to that is. Okay. We should Google I miss- that. Okay. Um, okay. If you're curious about why we don't eat seed oils, then you should search Weston A. Price seed oils and an article will come up and if we can remember we'll put it in the show notes of this episode but an article will come up that's code for Ange. write it down <laughs> that's really helpful in understanding why we don't eat seed oils. so i'm going to assume that you're going to go and do that research on yourself that being said uh we really only use whole natural fats in our kitchen so i bake with really high quality butter i bake with really high quality olive oil um, and if I'm frying, I use tallow, I use lard, I use duck fat, um, goose, fat. goose fat, but those are really the only fats. So I don't do any peanut oils. I don't do any avocado oil. I don't do grapeseed oil. I don't mm-hmm. do any vegetable oils, no canola oils. Like I don't do anything. Like- so it's really simple. It's butter, yeah. it's olive oil and it's tallow primarily. Okay. So when you're doing, let's say you're going to make zucchini bread. Okay. Like set, let's say this is, you're just going on a basic allrecipes.com mm-hmm. zucchini bread recipe, and it's calling for vegetable oil. I personally just use olive oil, extra virgin. I don't care. It does not bother me. Yeah. Is, are you doing likewise? I do that or I do melted butter. People use okay. oil and cake because it keeps it really moist for many days. Yeah. Well, especially, especially a, a fruit bread or carrot right. cake or, you know, so, something like yeah. That. yeah. So that's why yeah. you see it, vegetable oil used all the mm-hmm. time in cakes. It's not going to stay as moist if you use butter. But to me, if, especially if you're using a mild olive oil, like in a high quality one, uh, you want to look for a buttery olive oil. There's different, there's like really bright yeah, grassy green ones. Definitely more buttery olive oils than, mm-hmm. um, so taste it. Herbal tasting. And, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. definitely. Totally yeah, olive different. oil is, it is worth, if if that's really important to you, it is worth spending some time finding a purveyor, pardon mm-hmm. me, of, of olive oil and trying mm-hmm. different ones. We have a few in the area and they have like mm-hmm. big stainless steel, t- like trying them, telling them I'm going to be using it for this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So my really, um, my really good olive oils I get from a company called Bona Fortuna. Mm-hmm. I'll send Angela the link. She can put that in the show notes. Um, the best like fresh eating olive oils, I think, in my opinion. Um, if I'm going to bake with it, then I get a gallon of cold pressed extra virgin olive oil from Azure every month mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I'm going to heat it anyway. So it's, you know, you're you're going to be destroying a lot of those properties. You're just right. using it for its, its fat, its liquid. So then I use that gallon, which is much cheaper than the bottles, mm-hmm. small good bottles. So 
And I, I know we have some um, listeners, obviously we would in an audience this size that are new to the kitchen, newer to the kitchen. So if you do choose to melt your butter, don't walk away from the stove. <laughs> Unless you want brown butter, which is good on brown butter, which is yep. going to give it a nuttier flavor. Um, but yeah, don't walk away. Just <laughs> or to the wise if you're brand new. <laughs> Browned butter is really good in certain pastries. It can be really good in muffins. Hmm. Um, browned butter, raspberry, browned butter, blueberry. Like brown butter is a really great flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, that's you don't want to walk away because you go too long and then you smell like fish. And that's my <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what food smell? I love browned brown butter. butter. And I loved brown butter. And if I like, I you guys know I don't really have food kryptonite. It's like I am fully satiated and satisfied with our method of eating. I don't like. I don't crave junk food. I just don't. Mm. Mm-hmm. The one food that I could just eat endlessly if I let myself is Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> I love them. No idea. And if you make them with browned butter, get out of here. I lo- I will never deny a Rice Krispie treat. I just I love them. Homemade though, like the store ones. Oh, homemade. Yeah, I haven't had a Rice Krispie treat in so long. But even some, like you have to make them yourself. Yeah. Because if they, yeah. Yes, you got to make them yourself. Um, Because the real recipe calls for margarine. It's marsh. Oh, we do butter and marsh. I'm just saying like the on the box, the old school. I used to read the recipe while I would eat breakfast in the morning, you know, as Mm -hmm. a kid. And I believe the original recipe calls for margarine, which tastes disgusting. Probably. It probably does. Well, there you go. Okay. Okay. There you go. All right. Let's see here. Um, Okay. So here's a comment from Emily. I just wanted to let you guys know that after I heard y'all talking about the sidetracked home executive system, I made my own box and I've been loving it. Um, If you're not sure what episode Emily's talking about here, side note, it's titled the she organization system. I believe Um, go back and listen to that episode. Back to her comment. I've never felt more clear headed because any stray thought of, quote, I need to take care of X, Y, Z is just put on a card to be gotten to at some point soon. I used to do a hybrid of the fly lady and clean mama, but this is infinitely better. So thank you so much. Um, Emily, I am going on a drive today and I am taking a stack, a fresh new stack of three by five cards because very pathetically, we did that whole episode and it kind of came up and I'm ready also because as a homemaker, you just get, your brain gets full of all the little things, right? Like, oh, Juju needs underwear. I'm out of laundry soap. Pull out meat for Thursday. Like there's just all these things. Oh, you need air filters for the air conditioning system or whatever. Mm -hmm. Go back and listen to that episode. I'm not going to explain the whole thing now, but if you're feeling a little under the bus in terms of like keeping on top of your home, check that out. Mm. Anyway. Um, I had to step away. Why are you going on a road? Why are you going on a drive today? Oh, because we're going to the lake for um, a birthday party. Oh, and so we have an hour in the car both ways. Um, anyway, so that's why. So I'm taking I'm going to take advantage of the time. Oh, my gosh. Try to plug my charger and it's not working. Oh, this is okay. I wish I had a great answer for this one. This one's just fun. OK, um, but I won't I won't have an answer, which is frustrating maybe soon maybe someday maybe if you're in okay hold on here we go okay okay uh, hi ladies i'm gonna eat yeah. an egg 
Is this a long? I'm gonna need an egg. <laughs> it's not that long, Shay. Stalling, stalling. Wow. Hi, ladies. I love your podcast. This is from um, Makey. Make. I don't know how to say your name, my dear. M a i k e. Make. Okay. I love your podcast and love the products you wholeheartedly recommend. But since I'm in Germany, it's not often the sustainable import mm-hmm. from the U.S. Do you mm-hmm. have? Do you know of or have you ever networked with any homesteaders or great companies from Europe, blogs, YouTube channels, et cetera? I would be happy to discover new people. Okay. I think the only person. One time I got an email from River Cottage. They thought I was based in England and they were like, Hey, come to our expo. And I'm like, I'd love to, I'm in the U S and they're like, Oh, which part of me was really proud. I'm like, I duped them. <laughs> Yay. I had, a, um, I had a uh, house hunters international reach out to me, right. <laughs> when we were like, when I was kind of broadcasting that we were going to move like mm-hmm. five years ago, six years ago or whatever. And they're like, we're going to be filming in the South of France. I'm like, I'm in Wisconsin. I duped you. <laughs> but, yeah. um, no, for homesteaders and all that, I, I genuinely don't. I follow very pathetically, like very few people because I only have a, a certain amount of capacity and most of that has to be given to production of what we do. Mm-hmm. The yeah. best person I can think of, which has nothing to do with homesteading, is Alina from the Darling Academy. Mm-hmm. You can go to her blog. She's not on social media and she's written a great blog article on why that's the case. But the darlingacademy.com is just a really beautiful place to, to kind of hang out and to be in company with sort of like-minded people who see value in homemaking. We've had her on the podcast before, so that might Mm -hmm. be something to check out. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, uh, homesteading, I don't know. And yeah, blogs, YouTube channels, etc. That's that's good. So I know we have Hi, listeners uh, in other countries. Piper's Piper's Farm is a British-based farm. They're fancy. They're not like homesteaders. They're like a farm that sells their stuff, but they okay. post really beautiful photographs. I mean, I follow all European people, but they're not like right. they're not producing a, a they're not producing or, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um there's most of them are chefs and stuff. So Sorry, I can't be more help. Lots of recommendations for How Should We Then Live by Francis Schaefer, based on what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Francis Schaefer, good stuff mm-hmm. there. Okay, here's a question from Alicia, and I'm going to kick this over to Angela so I can eat a piece of bacon. Oh my gosh. What can bacon. we do to make a new build old? If we are blessed that. to be able to build a house, what can we do to give it charm? Unfitted kitchen is a must, same for bathrooms. What else can I do to add charm to the blank canvas? Yeah, I think the unfitted kitchen is the, I'm going to use air quotes, easiest. Um, the easiest one in a new build. And by easy, I don't mean not labor intensive. I mean that that strips it of that new build f- feeling. You rip out those cabinets, you start putting in hutches and butcher blocks and smaller pieces of furniture and things you can move around and rearrange and more hutches and more hutches. Um, that's going to instantly give, you know, the, the bugger with the new builds is that the kitchens are so cookie cutter, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're buying like a, anything like from the nineties on, like, I can tell you what it looks like. You're going to have like white cabinets or cherry cabinets, <laughs> 
you're going to have like that brown granite that was really popular in the mid nineties. You know, they're all just like, they all are so matchy matchy. Mm -hmm. So by getting rid of that, that unfitted, and if you don't know what we're talking about, that's what that is. An unfitted kitchen is where um, it's not like a, a set of cabinets, a countertop that's connecting everything. It's individual pieces is an easy way to, to describe that. All right, listeners, before we, uh, give our, our lovely advertisers a few minutes. Let's uh, cue the wine music because I'm pretty jazzed about this glass of wine that I had last night. It's cute. This is consider it cute. <laughs> consider it. I thought you said consider it cute. I'm like, well, it's not really that cute. It was kind of sexy, but <laughs> this is the part of the show where we love to tell you a little bit about dry farm wines. I saw the funniest reel the other day about a guy Um calling his partner and the they had served regular wine like at a picnic and somebody had fallen down with a migraine and he was chewing mm-hmm. him out like what were you thinking not getting biodynamic organic wine it was very funny made me laugh um so our source for biodynamic organic wine is the one and the only dry farm wines and you can find them at dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and for you first-time customers, I know there's going to be plenty of you. So order three bottles, order six, order nine, order 12, and get an extra bottle for a penny. You can do rosé, you can do white, you can do reds, you can do bubbly. Last night was Sunday. It was Outlander night. Okay. And I've talked about this one before. I love this bottle. This is Le Vélo de Ma Grand-Mère. Grandmother's mm-hmm. Bicycle. Mm-hmm. It's a Bourgogne, and it is from the Loire Valley in French in French it's from the Loire Valley in French in France that one has a wax top right that's this is the I recognize top. that one yeah I don't love the wax tops I don't sometimes they fall down into the wine at bugs sometimes time. I just um, chew on them oh, gross <laughs> 100% cab drunk this it's so this is the lamest lamest description it is a smooth wine Mm-hmm. There's no like, ooh, do I like this? Ooh, ooh. It's just you sip it and it's delicious. So if mm-hmm. you, um, once you place your dry farm order, you can go and you make your account. Okay. You can do a subscription. You don't have to do a subscription. You can just place a one-time order if you want to give it a whirl. When you do, you're going to get a bottle for a penny, but you can become a VIP member. Snooper on the website. I'm not going to be able to remember how to tell you to do it. When you're VIP, it's just the push of a button. You can tell them certain bottles that you really uh, would like to get in your order. Mm-hmm. I do really, really recommend this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good time of year to have them on hand too. For sure. Supper parties and gatherings and all the good stuff. So dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. You're listening to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela. I'm Shay. And we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no denim jumpers. If you're interested in preserving food, Homemaker Chic listeners go big with a Harvest Right home freeze dryer. Freeze-dried foods last for 25 years and will maintain taste, color, and flavor. The food retains nearly all of its nutritional value, and home freeze-dried foods cost a third of the store-bought version, which means that your freeze dryer from Harvest Right will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze dryer, get it set up, 
and have it ready for the rest of summer and autumn bounty, whether you're getting that from the gardens or the markets. You can use your freeze dryer to preserve food when it's on sale at the store, prepare whole meals for something like camping or hiking, or just make sure that none of the food that you have in your house goes to waste. Whether you're freeze drying fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs, Harvest Right machines are the best on the market. This will soon become an invaluable member of your preserving kitchen. So you can visit bit.ly forward slash Harvest Right Homemaker, or just click the link in the show notes or over on Instagram to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and for a limited time this summer, receive an extra 15% off with your purchase of $245 or more and receive a summer tote bag perfect for the beach and shopping. American Blossom Linens brings you American grown cotton sheets, blankets, towels, and more. Their products are woven to last a lifetime. I have the sheets and duvet cover for my bed. I have the sheets for my children's bed. And of course, their luxurious bathroom towels for our bathroom. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER15 with your purchase of $245 or more. Get an extra 15% off and a free summer tote you're going to use all season. You're going to love it. Um, in like this house is not new, but it's from 1984, and uh, any sinks that were here are gone. So sinks I'm, are a big one. I'm a oh, sink that's what I, was thinking. Yeah. I have sinks in the wings, but mm-hmm. I don't even have places to use them. It's afford. They are affordable. Usually, they're in the corner of the antique store because no one wants them. Um. The porcelain ones are often free, or that was, pardon me, the cast iron ones are often free because no one wants them because they weigh so much. Now, my sister's eyeballing one out in a farmer's field by mm-hmm. her house, just sitting there. I said, like, go get it. Um, swapping out those sinks. And then, uh, you know, if we're going to talk about like the bones of the house, you know, um, I'm slowly but surely going through and replacing all my doors with old doors. So I have all the measurements for the doors of our house on my phone so that if I'm out and I see one I grab it because usually those are pretty affordable too now they can be really expensive but you can always stumble upon cheap ones too and if you have those measurements then you don't have to panic and they're not always perfect but I am okay with shaving a little off here or there taking off the hinges shaving down the sides if I need to putting the hinges back on um and then hardware is a big one Mm -hmm. so um if you're keeping your if you're going to keep your doors sourcing um antique replica doorknobs and push plates and things like that and then obviously if you're doing uh vintage doors those are the escutcheons and the interior hardware are suitable for antique doorknobs and then um Mm -hmm faucets, you know, all those things, either you getting old ones or sourcing reproductions, Mm -hmm. um, taking basically you, you know, unless budget allows, you can't change the windows, um, you know, and and everybody's going to be in a different place. You know, maybe you, maybe you are going to be doing some demo, but those think about the things that you go into an old home and you love, what are the things that trigger you? It's not usually the wall. It's usually things like wainscoting or trim 
or doors or faucets or sinks. It's those things that you can swap out and add to a new build. So I think it's the wall. It's the wall. I, my phone is like when we came back from Sicily and I was processing all my pictures, I'm like, oh, look, there's one of Stu and I. And there's 87 walls. Crusty. What are you going to do with an old? Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Walls. I would almost, I think if I had, if I was at a place in my life where for whatever reason I found myself in a new build, mm-hmm. I think I would almost lean into it and like almost go like high, higher designer. You know, those like the British designers at home, that book, yes. it's a great coffee table book. They're not all old cottages. Some of them are very new, oh, no. very stark, very modern, but they, but then they like put on a super sexy, bright, crazy out of this world wallpaper. Okay. Here's a perfect example. So like, that's just she, she, for this patrons is watching, this, this is, is the book. book. Um, I think I would lean into that more than like chippy rustic farmhouse charm. I would say, no, I'm going to go like a little higher fashion. That's a great point. I would not start adding chippy garbage to your new build. Right. That's what I have to be like, oh, and it's, and people do that. Like no. here's my farmhouse sign. No, 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 no. Don't do that. I, I would, sake. I would put up like a really posh wallpaper. Look at this sink. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. And see like, that's modern. Like you could put in a way. Like you could make it work. So if maybe if that's your situation, get this book, British Designers at Home, because that might give you some ideas of how to get that like layered, textured, lived in charm, which is not necessarily the same thing as like cottage core. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah We're yeah. talking no, about different. You have to. We talk. Okay. Here's my plug. Please join my old world design society. <laughs> this is what we talk about every week. All the time. Please do it. There you go. Five dollars a month. You can do that. Um, and we talk about this often. You you should not fight the architecture of your home. If you're in a McMansion, don't make it cottage. (laughs) Okay. That McMansion does not want to be cottage. It could be elegant British country estate, but don't start buying white chippy furniture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's such an important point. Like you are where you live, and praise God for that. Right. And now you get to creatively be in a space and guess what? Where you are is not necessarily where you will always be. You know, like my house is a cottage. It was literally an orcharding shack before people lived here. So it is what it is. And if I were to try to pull off some like chic Parisian apartment look here, it would look absolutely out of context. So something to think about. Um, Okay, here's one. Shay. Oh, this is uh, Jody asked this. Could you clarify when you talk about meat sticks? <laughs> are you referencing beef or some other type of jerky? If so, is there a brand you like? Um, what Jody is referring to, listeners, is a long-standing I, joke on the show. It's my purse right? meat. Um, obviously, if you haven't, if you haven't been able to tell by the eggs and the bacon and the prosciutto that I've been eating while we've been sitting here, I am a protein junkie. Uh, because it's, I've, I battled blood sugar my entire life without knowing what it was or what to call it or what like affected it. And once I learned, 
through reading nourishing traditions and sort of gaining just adult experience in these things, I realized like for my body and the Mm -hmm. way I process iron, meat is super important, so important to me. And so I travel everywhere I go. I have meat in my purse. I call it my purse meat so that I'm never far too far away. And there were many times traveling through Europe where it was like, we'd be on the side of the road waiting for a bus or waiting for the taxi or waiting. And it was like, would anyone like some meat? Like you whip it out, got a fan full of meat. Um, Jody, um, it's the, but, the blood sugar that's I'm like, I'm at a different, I don't have an appetite. I can just go all day without eating. It's, really? It's dumb. And I don't know if it's the raw milk that like holds me over, but I'm just like me food, me. Hmm. So ironically, just this morning, I I was thinking I've been like studying on like protein and muscle and, you know, I joke about that. I work out, but doesn't really like, you can't really tell <laughs> like um, as much as I think you should be able to tell. And so I've been learning about like, as you get older, your body's ability to like build muscle mm-hmm. is like direct and uh, everybody's going to go duh, but it directly related to your protein intake. And so just this morning, even I challenged myself for this week. I'm like, you you have to eat more protein, even if you're not hungry, like just do it for health, not mm-hmm. even for, cause I've always been the type of person I don't eat. I'm not a boredom eater. I only eat when I'm hungry. So when I'm not hungry, it's just really easy for me to mm-hmm. not do it. I'm not, it's not like a boredom thing. So yeah. So I'm up yeah. the protein myself. So if you're trying to discipline. Yeah. So. If you're trying to build muscle, the recommended amount is a gram per pound of body weight. And if you like, okay, I have two eggs and two, two, an egg has like seven grams of protein. So mm-hmm. that's combined. There's 14 grams of protein in these two eggs. Mm-hmm. Well, I weigh a lot more than 14 pounds. I mean, like if you, when you yeah. start doing the math, you start realizing like, oh, that's actually a ton of protein. That's what I've been learning. I'm like, oh, you actually, Ange, you're going to have to eat. (laughs) And you have to, even if you're not like, right. To keep up, to get, to hit the numbers I need to hit. Um, And I didn't think they were quite that high as a pound or a Mm -hmm. gram per pound, but um, yeah, I'm actually going to have to like get really intentional about it. So I'm going to give it a whirl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, this is totally non-based on anything other than what I've studied and read and learned over Mm -hmm. my time. But like, I think Mm -hmm. most women would benefit from trying to get at least a hundred grams of protein a day. Yes. A hundred is a minimum. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're trying to build muscle, you, if you literally don't give it protein, like kids can build muscle off carbohydrates, which I think yes. is just incredible. They can. Yeah. Adults cannot do that. And so like, if you only have a certain amount of calories that you can take in or a certain amount you can eat because you're mm-hmm. just, you don't want to be eating until you just feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Then you got to make what you eat count. And Maybe that's a topic for another day. But to answer Jody's question, um, I like chomps. You can get them from Azure. You can get them from Costco. They have nine grams of protein per meat stick. <laughs> so they have got really at good Costco, ingredients. Really? You can get them at Costco. Yeah. I mean, they're not cheap. So I've actually taken to making my own jerky. Um, How Wisconsin of you? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> well we have a bunch of old 
um, older lamb roasts and we have 14 lambs to butcher this year. So we've got a big flux of meat coming in. Mm. And so I'm just taking these old roasts, bringing them almost to room temperature and then putting them on my meat slicer, cutting them super thin. You take off any fat or sinew or anything like that Mm -hmm. because you got to be able to chew it and then marinating them overnight and dehydrating them. Um, And that's been really great for my family because jerky is very expensive. And anyway, so it's primarily beef and lamb, Jody, that I eat just because that's what we grow. That tends to be what we have. Um, And I find like, there's like all these flashy ones like, oh, venison or buffalo or whatever. They just really tend to be like, just so salty. Like they just, it's no good. So chomps is my favorite. Cool. Yeah. There you go. That was a long answer to that question. (laughs) I don't even remember what the question was at this point. (laughs) What kind of purse me I have? Oh, yeah. All righty. Let's see here. Okay. Here's a question. This, This is... This is an interesting question and I'm highly unqualified to answer it. So let's dive in. Anna is asking, I was wondering if you thought about fasting in accordance with your hormones. She's been listening to a doctor, Minnie Peltz, and she has a lot of interesting information about when to fast as a woman, depending on where you are in your cycle and what foods to eat when you're high in estrogen, ones to eat when you're high in progesterone, blah, blah, blah. Really? Um, I have been hearing a lot of counter arguments lately in the health world to against intermittent fasting. So have I. That it's like can really sabotage the whole like protein, muscle, strength. So you might lose, hormones. you can lose weight because you're, you're way more aware of what you're eating and when you're eating it. That makes total sense. It's like, it's like we, we quoted the, um, Dr. Huberman on here the other day when he was like, Mm. look, you're going to get vegans saying, try my diet. I've never felt better. And you're going to get keto people saying, try my Mm -hmm. diet. I've never felt better. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get carnivore people saying, try my diet. I've never felt what they all have in common is that they all eliminated a ton of garbage because all of a sudden they went on a keto diet and they're just eating meat and vegetables and they're not eating Waffle House at 1130 PM. And all of a sudden they feel great because they actually do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like you eliminate the garbage, you naturally feel way better. You stop eating ice cream in bed at 11 PM or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you are going to feel way better and you're going to lose weight. And all of a sudden you're super aware of what you're putting into your body and when you're doing it. And guess Mm -hmm. what? You see great results, but like I weight lift and like, there is absolutely no way for me to be able to eat the amount of protein I need to build muscle. And ultimately like, that's my goal because I want that muscle around my bo- my bones and my joints. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been picking up. What about you? No, that's, that's what I heard. It was like, it was just talking about like, if you're having a hard time mm-hmm. developing muscle or getting results or maintaining your strength, um, probably not intermittent fasting. In yeah. the long term, mm-hmm. for the long term. Mm-hmm. So Anna, to answer your question, no, I've never learned about fasting in, in accordance with hormones. The way I've always understood fasting historically is that first off, there were times where people didn't have food. 
And so you would, your body would sort of naturally go through these times of fasting, but I've always held fasting in a biblical sense, you know, because Mm -hmm. you're sort of just like letting go and, and putting yourself intentionally into this like time of prayer and in time of time of like dependence and and slight discomfort, just so you can focus on this one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I've always held it for what it's worth. Um, Okay, here's here's something on menstrual cycle cycle regularity. Many benefits of intermittent fasting are due to how one's body adapts to perceived stress. So short term stressors can be good for us, helping us to be able to better adapt to stress in the future. While with prolonged stress, including fasting, the hypothalamus will turn down the production of reproductive hormones that are important for ovulation and a healthy menstrual menstrual cycle. So it's possible for fasting to be too much of a stressor in some women, stressing them enough to prevent healthy ovulation. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then um, this is yeah, what's okay. tricky about this kind of stuff. It's like it's if you're perimenopausal, uh-huh. your hormones are doing different things. Your your body's doing different things. Like all right. the chemical stuff, it's, it's doing different stuff. If you're lactating, if you're trying to get pregnant, if you're a young woman who's like mm-hmm. still got these levels of stuff, I mean, it's it sounds overly simplistic and non-marketable to just say you actually need to learn how to read your body. Yeah. If you're not sleeping, if your periods are, are horrendous, if you're constantly ravenous, if you're not hungry at all, like these mm-hmm. are all your body saying, hey, I think about that when I get a headache. I'm like, this is your body's way of saying something's something's not right here. Yeah. I think a lot of women just think headaches are totally normal. I I don't get headaches. I get maybe three or four a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and that's how I interpret them. Like what's going on? Right. It's like a what flash MSG red did I in, inadvertently <laughs> eat? Right. How much water have I had this week? Uh-huh. Like what is happening? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I know that's not a nice answer to get because there's, it's not a, it's not a one size fits all solution. And that's because it's not a one size fits all solution. Mm -hmm. And our bodies, we're requiring different things of our bodies. All of us are. So it depends on what you're asking your body to do. It depends on your family history. It depends on what the last 10 years have held for you physically and what the next 10 years will hold. And there's a lot of nuance there. Here's a whole, this is a good article. This is, this article is touching on this. It says like women under 40 calorie restriction can negatively affect progesterone, progesterone levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so avoid longer fasting days during days 21 and 28 of your cycle to keep your progesterone levels healthy. Mm-hmm. If you're going to intermittent fast, do it early in your cycle, days one through 15, because that's when your hormone profile is better suited to handle the stressors like fasting can cause mm-hmm. watch out for too many health stressors at once. So intermittent fasting mm-hmm. with intense workouts and like aggressive dietary approaches, like, uh, like keto. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause all of those um, like when you combine them can impact cortisol levels, sure. which, imp- you know, obviously sure. impacts insulin and, and estri- estrogen and progesterone. This is a good article. I'll, I'll link this in the, um, okay in the show notes. This is a good article. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've just like, it's back to the protein, you know, uh, you know, you talked about, um, 
children being able to, to create muscle off of carbs and that the the muscle in women like after the age of 30 everybody thinks it's like oh in your late 40s where everything just goes down the toilet it's really a lot earlier than that and but you don't sort of wake up a lot of women don't wake up to it till many many years later mm-hmm. like 30 is when you need to start mm-hmm. eating more protein and mm-hmm making sure you're lifting weights. Oh my gosh. I wish I could tell myself that. I wish I could go back and tell myself that to me, that's just like this tipping point was when I was, um, changing and like, we had this full mirror at the time. And I just like, I've always wished I was one of those women who gained weight beautifully all over, who just carry an extra 20 or 30 pounds, but they just look like full. You just want to like, like who, who, like who, okay. Catherine Denova's she's a, She's in, well, she's older now. I, maybe she's in her 80s now, but she's a French actress, just sort of everywhere. You gain it everywhere. And it's just, you yeah. just look, I love that. Think look. about, um, okay, it's like Juliette Binoche. Okay. Yeah. 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 The yep. chocolat actress. Yep. She's not skinny by any means. She never hardly has been, but just yeah. equal. But it's weight. like it, it's equal just... weight gain. It just looks fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's not the body that I was going <laughs> to. When I gain it, there's two, there's like 12 square inches. It's six inch square inches on each side of my thigh. And it just goes bloop, like just full saddlebag mm. straight out the side. And it's, it's, I could hide it under skirts, you know, mm-hmm. but like, I, that was just like the wake up to me, like your body's changing. It's now doing different things. Good and times. If you want it to be different, you're going to have to do something different. <laughs> and they're called Bulgarian split squats. And I've never done a set without cursing. But yep. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. So Rhodes I- sent me a video and she said, wasn't it Shay that wanted to befriend a crow? And it's this guy brushing a crow. I Look saw that. This. That's ridiculous. I want a crow f- so bad. You can't get the eggs. You can't, they don't, it's so illegal where I live. I want a crow. I call them all crow friends. Hi, crow friend. They don't care. I want them oh to my care. Gosh. We just try to shoot ours. But Stop it. Some of ours. Okay. That's a terrible thing. Okay. No, it isn't. They steal our yeah. eggs. They go right in our chicken coop and steal our eggs. <laughs> That's smart. They are so smart. Listening to the latest podcast on milk, et cetera. Love the farm talk, by the way. No dairy cow here, but we have sheep and goats. On the working out part, what do you think about lifting weights for those with bad veins? I have spider veins and varicose veins and weights really brought me more. Really? All the women on both sides have them. So while I certainly carry feed bags, et cetera, I'm reluctant to do much lifting outside of the farm. Should I just use less weight to compensate for a weakened venous system? I'd love to hear what y'all think Mm -hmm. about how to tweak the program because there's definitely osteoporosis in my family as well. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. A little bit of a mixed bag there. Um, Just so you feel better about yourself. I was in cutoff jean shorts the other day out in the farmyard doing something. And (laughs) Stu said to me, wow, you got a nice workout vein on the back of your leg. He was serious. You know how like you can get veins in your arms and stuff mm-hmm. when you lift up. And I was mm-hmm. like, honey, <laughs> that ain't no workout vein. 
what is a pregnancy vein right um here's what's crazy in my circle of friends i would say probably close to 75 percent have had varicose veins stripped um i have one on the back of my calf i'm gonna have done and i strip strip sounds like a horrible word i think i'm gonna use a laser i don't oh they've no they've explained it to me it's that's not horrific they numb it they make an incision and they go in and they pull it out (laughs) (laughs) like a big ropey one like a real nasty because i know like varicose veins are relative mine's just like very unsightly and it gets really dark when i'm pregnant and like i'm looking at it now like and so i did i had my um my doctor, like he did shine a light on it. He like used this special light so I could see what it's going to become. <laughs> yeah. I was like, thank you for that wonderful glimpse into the future. Listen, I, I go back and forth on this because a piece of me is like, you see these, you know, like think about like Mimi Thorson. She's 50 over 50, like maybe a little over 50 now. And she looks like she's freaking 27 and she's had seven kids or something. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make genetic sense. Do you know what I mean? But then I'm also a woman. So I'm like, I also know that like, there is a nipple hair in there somewhere and there is some sort of vein or some sort of pregnancy mask. It's not even that you're a woman. It's that you're a photoshopper. Come on. I mean, it could be, but it's like, but here's what my point is. Here's what I'm realizing realizing is that I'm going to say for 99% of women, if they look like that, I'm not blaming Mimi for anything, but like if women look like that, it's because they've actually probably invested thousands of dollars into something. Now, whether that's stripping veins or like laser hair Stop removal. using that word. What it's called. Oh or like lasers to break up spider veins, which is typically how they do that. Um, you know, there's a lot, of, like, I'm not just talking about Botox and lip injections. I'm like, there are things, things that women do. Yeah. Okay. And a woman left unkept in that regard. Undone. It's going to have veins and she's going to yeah. be hairy and she's going to be saggy in bits. Like, mm-hmm. you know, her armpits are eventually going to have like the just sort of dark color from, <laughs> 50 years of shaving them or whatever. Like, yeah, this is just being a human. And like, I've got spider veins. They get worse every year. I haven't decided if I'm going to do, I haven't decided. Is that also because we expect to look different because women used to just kind of wear like nylons or long skirts or, you know, they would dress to their age, but now women aren't doing that. Well, and the age is like coming, like it's all this That's crazy what I'm talk. Fifty like is the new thirty, and That's what like I'm it's saying. so it's like... different than it was. And so I think, ugh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to veins is. I've got a varicose vein on the back of my knee. I've got spider veins. They they kind of bug me, but I'm also like, you're just going to kind of hit an age where we're going to dress differently. We're going to have to wear like long flowy silk dresses and we're going to have like, maybe so you won't, off jean shorts. you won't do anything. <laughs> you won't do anything to your veins. I don't know. It's purely cosmetic at this point. They don't mm-hmm. cause me any sort of discomfort or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Okay, so I've had my veins done two or three times uh, in my early 20s. Spider veins? Mm-hmm. In my early 20s. So this is back before lasers. <laughs> I'm going to date myself here. Um, this is saline injections. Not fun. Extremely effective. Had I not done it, my from my upper hips to my kneecaps would be covered in veins because I had so many that I got rid of the really? most three times. Yeah. They would just be covered. And I did it because I saw, I mean, not, no offense, mom, but I saw what my mom and my aunt's looked legs looked like. And I was like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. If there's a way around that, I don't want to do that. You're listening to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela. I'm Shay. And we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no denim jumpers. Homemaker Chic listeners, have you made your 2024 travel plans yet? Why not join me, Angela, in Paris for five nights and six days in either April or October of next year for the elegant ladies trip of a lifetime. I'll be taking you to my favorite restaurants, patisseries, three different Parisian flea markets, a glamorous riverboat cruise, of course, the must-have photo shoot in front of the Eiffel Tower and more. So grab your mom, your sister, your best friend, or come by yourself and make new friends. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash Paris with Angela to reserve your place. Spots are very limited with only eight guests. Let me show you around my most favorite city on earth. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash Paris with Angela or simply click that red circle marked Paris over on our Instagram profile. Hey friends, Shay here. If the food coming out of your kitchen is a little lackluster and if you've been feeling like you need some instruction, direction, or inspiration in the kitchen, I wanna personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. Here's the thing, we have to cook multiple times a day, whether it's for us or for a household, we have to be economical, smart, and intentional with what we put on our tables. Since 2018, I've encouraged women in their kitchens with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. Basically, I'm here to help you see that the food that we enjoy matters, and I'm here to help you actually cook it. So here's how it works. As a cooking community member, you'll get five farm fresh recipes each month created from my kitchen and delivered straight to you. You'll also get an instructional video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. On top of that, we meet once a month for a live Q&A where you can ask questions of me or other home cooks live in community and be inspired to kind of keep going on that good work in your kitchen. Lastly, our online community is thriving and there's loads of conversation and sharing going on there all the time. So you can participate there as much or as little as you'd like for further direction and inspiration. Each month, you'll get to enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership that works best for you. And let's get cooking. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that I did because that was a long time ago. Um, Is it painful? That, well, that, that was that was um a long time ago so it was 200 bucks and it hurt it was saline injections it's like a needle it hurt Mm -hmm. but just like a needle no big deal um so today they do laser i'm actually going to i have them all over my face right here just just broken capillaries all over my cheeks i'm actually going to have my face lasered for them so i'll let you know I think that's like 400. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I'm my I my thought process behind like having him look at the vein on my leg and then having him look at the veins on it's just like um I mean obviously this is uh cosmetic. This is vanity, what I would want to do to my face. But I'm just like thinking, look, if that's what they look like now, then like maybe at 65, they're going to be twice as bad. I don't want to be like wearing all that makeup for a big red face. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's flipping 2023. So if they can laser that off, let's let's mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, as far as weightlifting, um, I did pull up another another article here that I will post. Um, says a good warm up is really, really important. And you can lift heavy, but you don't have to go for broke. Like maybe some of your heavy weightlifting friends are going to. Yeah. Um, Don't have a doctor look at that vein and say, (laughs) yeah, have a doctor look at the vein and like, where is this vein? That's what I had. I wanted to know, like, where is this going? Is this one, is this going to get worse? Is this the real deal? Because it's not real ropey or anything. It's just like when I wear a skirt, it's on the back of my calf. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of ugly, you know, but I don't want it sticking up like my I don't want it to look like my pinky right. laying on the back of my leg someday. Right. right. You know, so yep. Yeah, I am vain. I don't I don't have any um shame in saying that. Like if I don't think it's obviously I, don't I think mean, it's vain I, to I don't, say I don't, like well, I, I don't think, look the best I can be yeah, within my I, means, within reason. The word vain doesn't have to be negative. Mm-hmm. Like obviously we color our hair, we put on mascara. Like yeah. so we put on clean clothes. Right. Like we, you know, we do things because beauty matters and we do what we can with what we've got, where we are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that's tricky because I do think like we've talked about so many times, it's a heart thing. It is. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's probably we'll go. We can go um, into the weeds there a little bit. Um, uh, another a- thing said about like using gravity to your advantage. Um, so maybe if you like, this is an example, not saying you're going to be at a gym with a leg press machine, but instead of doing squats where you're going down, you're laying on your back and using mm-hmm. gravity. Mm-hmm. So it looks like there's some, some options there. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a little update from Katie. For those of you who far followed our period underwear talk, sorry, men folk. Um, after I do this Katie comment, I want you to tell the audience about that gentleman who emailed us. Okay. Okay. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Katie, period underwear, it's gross. My husband purchased me three pairs and I loathe them. They get all musty and bacteria smelling and I can only wear them for a couple hours before I got to remove them and they get funky. Zero out of 10, absolute zero. It's because they're sealed and they're watertight, but that means they don't breathe at all. Ew. (laughs) Uh, People don't buy them. It's not worth them at all. I thought they were going to be great. Nope, nope, nope. Katie, I agree. I have not, I'm not buying them. The whole concept makes me want to gag. Yeah, if they don't, Wash I would well. rather use strips of linen. Thank that's, you very That's kind of where she eventually goes. She's like, <laughs> okay. you can just use old cotton t-shirts, cut up, stay fine, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, people have all kinds of, of homemade methods because guess what? People have been having periods for quite a while. For, turns out for the millennia, long before Tampax. Right. Um, I still am vying for a culture that sends women to the tent. For six days, seven days, send me to that tent with my fellow females. I will gladly go. Gladly. Please. 
send me to the outskirts of the city. I'm not, I'm not fit. Six days before too. Could you just leave me the hell alone the six days before too? So once a week, <laughs> once a month, one week a month, I'll pop into the house to say hi to everybody. The other three weeks I'm in the lasagna is in the freezer. <laughs> I'll see you in January. <laughs> um, yeah, agreed. I mean, all the things she said, and totally not worth it. Definitely like what I found too is like even the the ones that are supposed to be really heavy. It's like, well, period has, sorry, underwear has an edge. Do you know what I mean? Like it has an edge. It's too much. I could maybe the, the boy short. I don't know. The boy shorts kind maybe. Uh, I don't know. Didn't, it was no good. This Zero out of 10. It's an edge. All right. Uh, okay. Um, I'm not going to get this all the way right, Shay, because I would have to dig it out. Um, yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. Did re- we did receive a really, I just want to say thank you to the gentleman who sent us a beautiful letter. I know it took a lot of time to write mm-hmm. and a lot of probably vulnerability to share that with us. Mm-hmm. But long story short is this gentleman's wife um, loves the show and invited him to listen. And he did and has been. And is quite the junkie. He's setting a good example for all of you. Mm. And um, like we humbly would like to share with you that it's that it's changed his marriage because I think he's getting a a female perspective on things and getting a little bit of a better understanding of his wife. Obviously, as mm. married couples, it can be really hard to understand where the other person is coming from. Um, mm-hmm. It's opened his mine to just like, I'm going to get some of this wrong. So forgive me if I misquote you, sir. Um, The idea of better, not more, the idea of why his wife longs to travel internationally, things like putting the kitchen to bed. um, The importance of taking their family to church. church, That was one that he had. Right. Mm -hmm. That, and Mm -hmm. it was just, we really, really are so thankful that you shared that with us and Mm -hmm. um, so humbled that the show could mean so much to someone really Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it was genuinely the nicest email and how 15 years of doing this that i've ever received yeah i mean i i opened it up and shay and i happened to be on together and i read it to her and we got done it angela was crying she was was like radio silence (laughs) we're just like what do you even say to that it was incredible Cause here we are oh. just talking about period underwear and like my juju has been barking like a dog outside the office door for the entire episode. Sorry about that. I didn't hear it. Well, thank I, God. I, yeah. It was just like, <laughs> we're just two schmucks trying to like with veins, with veins, just badgering our way through the world. That's it. Ve- <laughs> veins and meat sticks. That's, that's our new slogan. Just veins and meat sticks. Two schmucks badgering their way through the world with veins oh. and meat sticks. I love the word schmuck. And it's even funnier if you know what it is. But yeah, that's just <laughs> such a great word. Um, ladies, thanks for being here with us today. Thanks for your questions. You can send them to us over on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast. And that's where you can find links to all the advertisers. Angela's set it up really nicely. All the codes, swipe ups, buttons. It's all there for you. Just hit the little circle on our profile and it'll take you to the sheets or it'll take you to the skincare or what? Oh, I got to say something. 
Thank you to our patrons who have been so patient. Ami Lee runs Patreon. She runs all the... Um, she does all the video editing for she us. She does everything. She does all the video editing, uploads, the trailers. She was at band camp and <laughs> jazz camp for weeks. So we will be probably like doing a big blow up. Like we'll, we'll get all the content up for you because I know you've been waiting patiently on Instagram and Patreon. So we mm-hmm. know, we thank you. We mm-hmm. acknowledge your patronage and mm-hmm. um, she mm-hmm. handles that. I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, again, we're just two schmucks with their families. <laughs> Fanes and meat sticks. <laughs> and who are trying to like... <laughs> yeah, as soon as we finish here, I'm going to go get Stu. We're going to tag team and he's going to come sit in here for the next hour or whatever and get this busted out. So like okay. we're there with you in the trenches, ladies. We love you. Thank you for being here. We'll be back next Monday. Cheers. Cheers.